All right, welcome back to another episode of the Pro Pilot Playbook Podcast. I'm Sean. And I'm Mike Martin. Today we're going to hit up a uh, super big current event that's going on. <laughs> yeah, you might have heard of it, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the coronavirus. Oh, man. Yeah, and what it means for you, uh, you know, maybe as a pilot, uh, an aspiring pilot, and uh, more importantly, as somebody traveling on the airlines. Right, right, because uh, not only are we professional pilots, but we also ride as passengers a ton. You know, uh, Sean does it four times a week or more yep. as, a, as a passenger. I do it maybe once a week or so, uh, but we are traveling on there. and we, we know lots of airline pilots and lots of people in the business. So we wanted to talk about the virus itself and how it affects aviation in particularly, because this is an aviation podcast. But the big news uh, of the uh, last couple days here is uh, we're seeing a first major news story result uh, from aviation and that's a uh, uh, this broke uh, it looks like on the 28th from CNBC here United Airlines offers a month off as co- coronavirus uh, offers pilots a month off as coronavirus prompts flight cuts but basically um, what has happened here at United is United's the number one carrier to Asia and at this point at the point of the filming of this although it's spreading into Europe and now into the United States um, Asia is the hardest hit area of uh, the world for this virus. It obviously came from there, Wuhan um, and all that stuff. So um, what, because United has scheduled service to all those countries, they've now cut their flights 75% out there, not only for safety and the travel bans and those type of things, but in general, the consumer is not going to China. I know several people in the business that have had flights to China or doing business and they're like, "Uh, nah, baby, nah, we ain't going. Right. Actually, I just had a uh, contract trip scheduled for Wednesday that can't because the entire company put a the company's not traveling uh, a ban out you know their own yeah. little internal ban yeah. and uh, we weren't even going anywhere but to somewhere on the east coast I, I think it's a little overkill myself but yeah. Uh, yeah so we're seeing this stuff happen throughout the airlines um, in, yes. in, I mean the travel industry in, in general, in general. The, the cruise ships the airlines my, my father texted me two days ago Sean should I be buying airline stock it's down nobody's yeah. traveling and uh, yeah so it's it's just another one of those uh and we go through this every couple of years, I guess. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, um, economically, we could talk about, we'll talk about the virus in a minute and the cleanliness of the airlines and all that. But, um, you know, we don't have a crystal ball. And hopefully, if you're watching this uh, in a delayed sense, uh, uh, you know, several weeks after this is filmed, hopefully I'm not right on this. But um, looking at this right now, it's possible that this could have very, very serious effects on the airlines uh, uh, moving forward once this starts spreading in the United States, um, because these airlines won't run these flights if people aren't on them, uh, and they'll start canceling flights. And then us as pilots, we may end up in a furlough situation. Now, uh, United here is still paying, although they're they're still paying their pilots, it's a voluntary, like, hey, you want a month off, we'll give you, uh, it looks like 50 hours a month. So they, I think they normally do 80 or something. 75 right? or 80. I'm not sure United's. It's, it's, yeah, most airlines are around 70 to 80 hours a month, guarantee pay. Right. So it's, uh, you know, three quarters of your pay. Now, uh, uh, a lot of you uh, are watching this and you're like, wow, what if my boss came to me and said, just don't come to work next month and we'll give you three quarters of your pay. You'd be like, oh, yeah. But, you know, the reality is pilots don't work that much anyway. So they might <laughs> right, be upset right. about all that. But, right. but uh, uh, yeah, so um, this could lead to lots of canceled flights, which will lead to, you know, pilot layoffs. What that means for an airline pilot is 
um, a furlough, which we saw a lot of this in the 90s. Talk about what that is, Sean. Well, the furlough is when we get to a point that uh, there's too many pilots for how many trips there are, how many airplanes there are, and it's... You're basically being laid off. It's it's a fancy word for being laid off, except that with the furlough, you get assigned a number, and it's based on your seniority number, and after everything, the economy or the airline gets back on its feet, you'll get a call back in that order of your number to come back to work. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't think we're anywhere near that. No. Um, did they, did they did they call that a furlough? Uh, no, because uh, it's paid and everything. Paid it's just, time off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know this whole coronavirus thing, uh, Mike. We were talking right before we started the camera, and I'm like, oh, we should have the camera rolling. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, you know, there's possibly somebody out there watching this that felt exactly this way. Um, you know, I'm seeing all this. I just stuff. set him straight. <laughs> I'm seeing all this stuff. I'm I'm looking at the symptoms of this thing, and, and I'm like, what what is this? this is, this is the flu. This is the these symptoms are unrecognizable from the flu. I am not getting all spun up and worried about this thing. Uh, this is another one of these things that comes out every couple years, and you know, it never touches us, and it's never even a concern. Mm-hmm. But you know, because you know, some of those numbers associated with uh, you know, we've already had fifteen thousand people die of the flu this year. We've uh, you know, it's typically twenty nine to sixty three thousand people a year die from the flu uh, in this country. So we've had what fifteen cases in the country, and yeah. now one confirmed death. In, it's up to in six the, now. Actually, oh, I'm oh actually, right okay, six. It's it's moving. (laughs) You're going to be 6,000 by the time these people are watching. Right, right. So, so at the time, I I mean, I, I just kind of, I mean, this is just silliness. This is the way I'm, I'm feeling about this thing is, is they love to do this, you know, ratings, ratings, money, money. Um, But then Mike wheels out this. (laughs) So I felt exactly how he felt prior to uh, last Monday when the stock market collapsed. I'm like, "Ah, I think this might be a little more serious. I'm going to look into this a little bit more. And what I found out and uh, actually just verified this this morning with the healthcare professional that I was talking to to make sure I wasn't crazy. And then we just backed it up with some statistics on this. Um, So I say, I, I thought, well, you know, everybody's saying the flu kills way more people. Uh, uh, you know, uh, this many people die from the flu and only this from the coronavirus. Well, that's true. That's 100% true. But way less people at this point have the coronavirus. So that's where the misconception is. Okay, so if me and Sean, so right now I get the coronavirus and right now Sean gets the flu, okay? Yeah, I loved how you actually asked your doc. You asked the doctor. I asked it in this manner. Both of us have, you have the coronavirus, I have the flu. Yes, that's what I did. (laughs) And uh, 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 now we are talking about something. We're not talking about death numbers. We're talking about mortality right now. Mortality. That's completely different than broad spectrum, big numbers. Yes, and it's very confusing on this issue. So uh, what he said was uh, the chances of me dying with the coronavirus and Sean dying with the flu my chances of dying are way, way higher, way higher. Uh, the mortality rate, as we know, because you see it on the news every day, is 2% on a coronavirus. For the flu, it's way less than 1%. It's actually, I just Googled it, it's 0.1%. So uh, 20 times less 
than what it is with the coronavirus. So when somebody says that statement, well, the flu kills way more people, that's true, uh, but not that's true at this point. It's just because more people, more people have the flu. Have it's it's right. just a more common thing. Right. And then you couple this with this virus now being transmitted uh, uh, like it's way more contagious than a flu. Right. The thing just- that really gets me about the con- yeah. the contagious aspect of it is, um, and they keep saying this, and I, I know I'm repeating stuff you guys have to hear on the radio all day long and the yeah. news and whatever if you watch the news, uh, is that you can get it and not show any symptoms for two weeks. Yeah. Yeah. That's, you can be a carrier for two weeks, mm. spreading it around. Yeah. yeah, That is scary stuff. He could be giving it to me right now. He was in Mexico yesterday. Yeah. I was just in, yeah, I was just in Costa Rica yesterday, Mexico, a couple days before that. And I think about a place like Mexico city, where people are literally just piled on top of each other. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's not the cleanest of places either. Yeah. Uh, how fast and how much of a problem we could have real quick. You yeah, know, yeah. Once once it gets there. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So, I mean, we're not doctors in everything I could say. Comment if it's wrong. It could be completely inaccurate. But this is just our my perception of the situation. So now let's talk about moving forward. Um, you know, obviously we're saying, you know, there could be a lot of layoffs and that on the pilot. But let's talk about traveling as experienced travelers, uh, not sure. as pilots, uh, but our knowledge as pilots and environmental systems yeah. on airplanes. What, what what do you think we can do to prevent it? And, and what do you think? Well, tell them uh, about the masks. You, yeah, let me back up here a minute. So. I, you know, I'm, I'm through major airports all week long, all the time, airlining out to jets to pick up or dropping off a jet and I'll airline back home. And, and for the last couple of weeks, I've been seeing, there's this barrage of everybody's wearing these masks in the airport. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's getting kind of crazy, actually. It's almost comical yeah. because my first thought it, well, first let me back up for years Anytime I enter that airport environment, I've trained myself to keep my hands out of my eyes, nose, and mouth. You cannot go through that environment, especially like a place like Atlanta, where hundreds of thousands of people, it's the busiest airport in the world. People from all over the planet come through Atlanta every day. And if you think for one second that that entire surface area of that uh, you know, building is not covered in who knows what you're, yeah. you're insane. So, uh, I've trained myself just to keep my hands off my face away from my face. But, and if the mask does that for you, that's great. But when I saw all these masks, I, I immediately thought that's not doing anything. I mean, right. maybe if you're sick yourself, but, uh, you know, and, and I was happy to see my, my thought process was backed up by the, uh, CDC coming out and saying, you guys, the the folks, the masks don't do a whole lot. Just keep your hands clean. Yeah. Keep them off your face. Right. And, uh, but if you are sick, yeah, you better be wearing it. If you're sick, stay home. But nobody's going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> Wear the mask, I suppose. But uh, back to the cleanliness of the airplanes. Uh, Mike, that's an excellent point. You know, that, you know, these airplanes come into the gate. Everybody files off of them. The flight attendants have a few minutes to, if it's especially bad or whatever, if it's a larger airline like Delta, they will have a crew come in real quick and vacuum and, and stuff like that. But nobody's going around to every seat mm. and wiping down armrests. No way. Wiping down seat belts. And it, it, the tray tables. Oh, God. My God, yeah. the tray tables. What, what do you do when you fold down that tray table? Your stuff in your face, your hands are going in your mouth, they're around right. you, whatever, touching and then you're everything. touching it, and then you have to fold it up, and then you're whatever. All that stuff is 
dirty. Yeah. I mean, even without a coronavirus, those tray tables are dirty. Dirty, man. And, you know, if you're riding on these discount airlines, you know, um, which I do constantly because sure. we go to Florida and that Allegiant, yeah, Allegiant Spirit, Frontier, Frontier. Yeah, they're all running through uh, and not pointing fingers at all of any of them. But what they do is the, the reason they have more delays and they uh, 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 are not as reliable and all that kind of stuff is because they do more with less. And one of the ways with less planes and less mm-hmm. pilots, one of the ways to utilize that is to keep that asset moving as quickly as possible. So right. I don't have all these numbers memorized, but the the amount of time between a Delta plane when it remains on the ground uh, to that on a discount airline is much longer mm-hmm. because uh, they know the, if, when that plane's on the ground, it ain't making money, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, uh, they run them a lot tighter, which makes them get delayed more and all that kind of stuff. But if you watch, if you sit there in a tournament and you watch like on a Legion flight, dude, they're a filing those people right. off and then you're almost passing them on you know bumping shoulders with them getting their load another load back on oh. there's no way they're cleaning that. oh i've been on the back of a spirit or a legion yeah. and and uh you know as i'm making my way up the aisle the flight attendants are back there shuffling and moving seatbelt actually they tell the passengers yeah if you could be courteous right and cross your seat belts across the seat. Right. You know, they're yeah. trying to help the, uh, you know, the flight attendant's job out a little bit. So if you think that somebody's going around wiping down anything, they don't even have time to vacuum one of those Allegiant flights. Yeah, yeah, you're right. So one way that you can protect yourself is just bring, uh, uh, obviously, hand sanitizer, but, I mean, even some wipes or something. And just, if you're going on a long trip out to California or something, I might start doing that. Just kind of wipe everything off that you're you know well, i've already seen people doing it yesterday uh last night coming out of atlanta there was a family traveling and yeah the the mother was going around wiping down everything armrests tray tables and sanitizing the entire area yeah it was a good move yeah, yeah yeah but we won't be all doom and gloom there is something else uh that i think is a misconception that i want to address is 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 people say the public you'll hear they say it to me constantly aren't we we're breathing recycled air on those almost like they think uh there's oxygen tanks in the back of the plane and then they're pumping oxygen into the plane and it's being recycled or something like that but that's really not right no it doesn't even work like that actually you know there isn't even oxygen tanks for when the masks drop you know if if you do lose pressurization those those aren't even oxygen tanks it's a little it's a little canister of of um, it's called an oxygen generator and it's two chemicals that once you yank down on it get mixed together and the chemical reaction creates O2 so there is no oxygen there is a couple canisters bottles so the flight attendants can walk around and help people right it's that's a different device altogether yeah, there were the pilots everywhere. We got a twenty-five thousand yeah. uh, dollar <laughs> right with a hundred percent O2. Yeah, we have a different system, but you want us to have a different system. <laughs> but but pressurization in airplanes is actually very simple how it works. But uh, they you know there's not a lot of air up there to breathe. It's thin, so the jet engine is a perfect tool for this. But they take they bleed air pressure so uh you know the engine is compressing air in order to get it to work and they take bleeding means they let some of that leak off of there and blow into the cabin so they blow a whole bunch of air into the cabin and then you have outflow valves which are basically valves that uh, regulate the amount of air that comes in so you got a whole bunch coming in and then they regulate the speed that it comes out in order to make optimum pressure like what you're experiencing here on the ground right so even though the the big metal tube you're flying uh, through the air at 30 some thousand feet is you know at 30 some thousand feet inside that big metal tube it's only you know six to eight thousand feet 
altitude, altitude, yeah. altitude inside. Right. Right. But that that air is constantly being and they the word recycled is not Correct. proper. I don't it's think new air. because, it's because the people think recycle is like their their cans and their plastic bottles we reuse. It's the same stuff like we're you not reusing and then it air. comes back through the gaspers and I breathe it. Right. It, it's That's it's constantly being exchanged is a better word. Yes. However, even though that air is being exchanged, you are in a pretty confined space with a whole uh, bunch a whole of human beings. Of people, more yeah. people than you've ever but been. But the air yeah. is not recycled. Right. I mean, it's not it's not recycled in the sense that it's the same air you took off with your landing with. It doesn't work like that. Right, 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 right. <laughs> it could. It, I don't the know how it could. Fort Lauderdale trails with you to Buffalo. <laughs> I don't. Know, I don't know how it could work like that. To be honest with you. But, um, yeah. No. Yeah. So that's a little bit of a positive uh, spin on 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 the air and everything, but uh, yeah, uh, just maintain you know cleanliness. Uh, we don't know where this is going to go. We don't know how it's going to affect uh, airline travel, uh, corporate travel too. It's speculated that you know uh, charter demand may go up because a lot of people that uh, I just saw an article on it that uh, they're they're seeing spikes in in private jet. Uh, charter and uh, yeah, absolutely. I just read an article. I think it was yesterday. Oh wow, I didn't see that. That was my own uh, theory. You know, just pe- rich people or almost rich people that aren't quite at private jet levels are going to say, right. you know what? I normally don't do this. I don't waste this kind of money on a charter. Right. But uh, I really don't want to sit in an airport with a bunch of people with masks on and 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 sit in a confined space. So I'm just going to charter. And then of course ownership, you may see an increase in people buying planes because people that charter might not. That's they want to know who's on the plane. If you own the plane, that's give me the a call. Way. I'll help you. I'll help you broker the deal. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. If you own the plane, you control who's on it, where it goes, and it's all your germs, man. <laughs> exactly. Except for the damn pilots. Right. Uh, and you get to leave, take off whenever you want, and uh, you bring whatever you want with you. Yeah. Yeah. It's a yeah, good deal. Yeah. Bring your dog. Yeah. Yeah. We definitely uh, push the private jets, but uh, I guess to wrap this thing up, keep your hands clean. Keep your hands off your face and mouth, eyes when you're traveling and uh i don't know i mean this too will pass yeah i mean it yeah. will i'm sure we will get this thing figured out so. yep 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 great we'll keep you posted if any other big news stories come up related to this we may update this but uh we'll yeah i'm watch liking this see. this whole current event thing i'm liking this we'll, <laughs> we'll throw these in every now and then yeah. this is great yep but thanks for tuning in folks yep, we'll see you on you. the next one okay hi mike here and i'm sean yeah and we'd like to tell you If you've enjoyed this content that we're putting out on our podcast and you find a lot of value in it, you're going to find a tremendous amount of value in our actual course. It's called the ProPilot Playbook. Yep, and you can find it at ProPilotPlaybook.com. This thing will save you thousands of dollars and years of time in your flight training. If you were even considering becoming a pilot or if you're already in the middle of your flight training or towards the end of your flight training even, there is value in this product. 20 times what we're selling it for. If you want your flight training done fast, cheap, and correctly, the the ProPilot Playbook is critical to your success. That's right. It will help you immensely. And there's a seven-day money-back guarantee. If you buy the course and you feel it's not valuable, then just refund it. We'll give you a full refund. They're not going to need that. No, they're not. No, you're (laughs) right. So check out our website, ProPilotPlaybook.com, and use the promotional code PODCAST. PODCAST, one word, gets you 10% off. Yep, and we can't wait to help you launch your flying career. Thanks, folks.